Now, late last week, I told you that this past weekend would be a massive recruiting weekend for Boston College. I just had no idea it would be this crazy. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. It is a recruiting Monday. I gave Mitch Wolf the week off because I have so much recruiting news to get into. I needed and and I needed to do it in a timely fashion, and this Monday episode had to be it. So first of all, Boston College lands two commitments over the weekend after a massive recruiting weekend. We're going to get into both uh, the the first name that came out, and I'll, I'll give you my thoughts on the second. So the first name that popped for Boston College over the weekend was offensive lineman Ryan Mickow of St. Thomas Aquinas in Florida. Now, you're looking at a guy like this. And you have to be impressed. Now, Boston College has not landed a single offensive lineman in their class of 23 class so far. They had eight, no, nine out of the recruits. This was their first on the offensive line. This was Coach Googly, DeGuglielmo, Coach Googs, first commitment out of this class. And I have to say I'm super impressed by this kid because, first of all, Wickow is a versatile offensive line. He's 6'6", 300 pounds, which is right on that line where he could basically do anything. And he did everything at St. Thomas Aquinas. He played center. He played guard. He played tackle, which gives Googs a, a, a lot of flexibility when he gets him in. What does he do? Does he bulk him up and make him a tackle? You maybe put another 15 pounds on him. Does he keep him at guard? He's a little big for a guard, but that's still not bad. And he's very, he's very big for a center, but... You, there were centers like that in the country, around the country. I mean, Alec Lindstrom was a bit on the smaller side, but he could do that as well. Mikau has a great, a solid off, um, offer list. He's a three-star recruit with offers from Miami, Maryland, Syracuse, Maryland, Georgia Tech, and a few other schools. And I, I like where he's at. Like This was a kid that I didn't talk a lot about when he... Um, Visited Boston College last week. I didn't even mention him amongst the visitors, but he was definitely one one amongst those groups. But the final thing that I love about Ryan Mickow is that he comes from a power program. This is a, this has been a running theme on the show uh, with where Jeff Halfley is going with this recruiting class. It, you know, and his not even just the recruiting class, just the way he's viewing recruiting at Boston College. He's made such a commitment to looking at these power programs, these power high schools that are known for their football to get talent. And he's done it all 3 years. You know, he's got he's he's landed under the um under the radar recruits like Elijah Krashenovic from IMG Academy, but he's also landed big time names like Alex Broom from Lipscomb Academy, Sione Halla from uh, St. John's Bosco in California. And then St. Francis Academy in Maryland has become a hotbed for Boston College because of safety and defensive backs coach Azar Abdul-Rahim and his relationship with the DMV area coaches. Now, St. Francis Academy is a big-time program, and they've given Boston College a heck of a lot of talent, including C.J. Burton, who will be a starting cornerback this year, and Jude Bowery, who could be a backup lineman coming in 2022. So it's great to see St. Thomas Aquinas, a school in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, bring Boston College another recruit. Now, they landed 
a big recruit from that school in the past. Well, not big, but he ended up being a solid player for Boston College, and that was Wyatt Ray, a defensive lineman who is now in the NFL, last playing with the Bengals uh, last season. And so this is not a school that BC is not unfamiliar with, but is still a big-time commitment for the Eagles. Now, why is this a big deal? Why... Why are we excited about this? Because you get a versatile offensive lineman. You get someone from a power program. You get someone who can immediately give you uh, a depth piece that could play all over the offensive line. That is important for Boston College. That's important for Googs, right? And the fact that he played in Florida at a big-time school, to me, puts them a little above, say, the kids from Massachusetts and some of those smaller schools or schools from... Even schools like Maryland or New Jersey, uh, not New Jersey, but New York and uh, Pennsylvania. There, I I love to see BC getting kids from the South because they're they they play at schools that almost mimic BC, right? In terms of the size and in the fans that are in the attendance, so it's not a culture shock when they get to the ACC and play in front of thirty thousand people. So I love this move. I think it's a great get for Boston College. Um, he seems like a great uh, addition to this program. Now, this is not the f- only commitment. And as I'm recording this, I'm recording this at 9 o'clock p.m. on Sunday. There is a mystery uh, commitment as well. And Jeff Halfley uh, does his get in. I I have to get on a side tangent now. Joe Sullivan, who is no longer the player personnel coordinator, he used to do the Rick Ross gifs. And I think BC fans used to blow up every single time they would come up. It would used to be a, like a a sign of something great happening for the recruiting program. Now you have to wait for half league. The new guy, Jason Tudrian doesn't really do that, which is, you know, it's a style thing, right? Well, Halfley does his, his get in and then has like an Eagle. Uh, and he had two of them. So that means there's two players coming in. Now I've told you on last week's show, there was a bunch of different players that came on campus and you can eliminate certain players because they still have official visits. I doubt they're going to, some of the ones are going to cancel them. Guys like Amir Herring, he's not, he's a four star offensive lineman from Michigan. He's not going to cancel his, his, his other visits. Same thing with Roderick Pleasant, the, the track star, uh, you know, record holder in California for the 100 meter dash. He still got. He still has three other official visits left. He's not going to cancel. I've actually talked to Roderick, and I'll have that up on the site tomorrow on bcbulletin.com. It's definitely not him. Um, there's some other names that could be, but the name that I continue going back to is another offensive lineman, and that's Luke Baklenko from California. Now, he was on campus as well. He still has two more visits. He has to visit Stanford and Washington. He's also visited UCLA. He's a 6'6", 300-pound offensive lineman. He is ranked a three-star, according to 247. He's from West Lake Village, California. I think he could be it. Um, I've heard BC was in really good shape with him, so he wouldn't surprise me. Um, you know, and it could also be someone on the on the smaller end of scales, like a safety like Zachary Toby uh, from Akaloli, uh, Florida. And I apologize, I'm probably messing that name up, but uh, he, you know, he's a guy that has BC and a few other smaller schools, but a good solid offer. Like he he wouldn't surprise me either. But there's a bunch of names that I think I'm like they got too many other things going on, and it can't be them. But stay tuned on tomorrow on Wednesday's show, we will recap everything. And if it happens on Monday, because we don't do a show on Tuesday. I will go to YouTube and do a 10-minute exclusive about this 
new player. So don't worry about it. If I don't have it now, I will have it for you on YouTube. So make sure you go to youtube.com and look up Locked On Boston College and hit that subscribe button. I'm going to be doing breaking news on there, folks. When we're three days a week right now, there's going to be days that I can't get to it, especially on the weekends and things like that. I will get you those news up on our site, but it's only going to be on YouTube. So even if you don't use YouTube for other things, it's worth a subscription. It's free. It doesn't cost you a single thing. Just sign up. It takes 10 seconds and hit subscribe on Locked On Boston College. Go do that now. Go, go, go. All right. In a moment, there is some other. We talked about things being weird. I got something that was the weirdest news of the weekend coming up next. Now, Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sporting developments, news and odds, including this year's basketball championship matchup, the NHL finals, Major League Baseball, and of course, all the latest fighting news from MMA and UFC to boxing. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn about the trends in action. Head on over to BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, folks. The Ultimate NBA Mock Draft starts June 16th with over 50 insiders. Nothing equals the Ultimate NBA Mock Draft. The Locked On NBA Big Board draft experts plus the Odyssey insiders. First pick is June 16th, so search Ultimate NBA Mock Draft and follow now so you don't miss a pick. We were talking about this last weekend of recruiting at Boston College, and there was, you know, as I said, it was going to be a big weekend. You know, we had Amir Herring, four-star. You had Roderick Pleasant, four-star. But what I didn't know, and you know, obviously when we get into why, was that Boston College had another four-star that I had no clue would have been on campus. Now, this is Catholic Memorial defensive lineman Bubakar Traor uh, from Massachusetts, uh, who is currently a Notre Dame commit. Now, it, let's recap his little story so we get into where we're at now. Bubakar was one of Boston College's first commitments for the class of 2023. He committed in 2020 with Jaden Skeet and um, Dodtrell Jones, both his teammates at Catholic Memorial. It was a great match at that point. You know, three local kids go joining Jeff Halfley's new enthused program. Then word started to leak that Treyor may flip and that Treyor was not really all that into Boston College or, or was looking elsewhere. And this happens a lot with younger kids that make a commitment to a school maybe that they don't know much about or they haven't seen the whole layout of college football. Well, in the last couple of months, he commits to Notre Dame. Marcus Freeman and his staff get the get Treyor to decommit from Boston College and then flip to Notre Dame. And he's a top 100 recruit, and everything seems like he's going to end up with the Irish. And and you know what? As a as someone who covers recruiting, it just seemed like it was done right. Like when kids commit to Notre Dame, they are usually completely locked into Notre Dame. That's just kind of how it works, right? So when I got to hear about some of the recruits that came on campus, I also came across a tweet from Bubakar Treyor that said, enjoyed my unofficial visit on campus, which, whatever. Ty Chan, who's a commit from Massachusetts, is a four-star offensive lineman from the class of 2022. He unofficially visited Boston College last year because he wanted to hang out with Matt Reagan, who is a Boston College commit from his high school. Nothing weird there. But... The news turned weird when it started being reported. I think Andy Backstrom had it first that 
that Treyor wasn't on an unofficial. He did the official visit. And I was able to confirm with my source that this is absolutely true, that that as much as Treyor wants to say it's an unofficial visit, it was literally an official visit. Now, you may be saying, who cares? What's the difference here? It's a big deal. And I'll t- I'm going to explain why this is a big deal right now. An unofficial visit happens all the time. Recruits that go, they go all over the place. As I just said, Ty Chan, local kid, just visited Boston College. He came with his friends, sat, you know, checked out the game. Why not, right? You can do that kind of stuff. Official visits when you are committed to another program is a major faux pas. Many programs, Boston College included, I don't know how Halfley views it, I know what Dazio did. That's a like cardinal sin. Okay. You when you officially visit another school, you do you get the red carpet treatment while you are committed and holding up a roster spot at another school. Many coaches are gonna are gonna cut ties immediately. They're gonna say Dunzo. That's it. We're done. Um, it's it's something that, that like it just shows to those coaches, hey, okay, this recruit is not like a hundred percent in, and they're doing this kind of thing, which we told them not to do. Out oh, goodbye. Now, the previous regime at Notre Dame under Brian Kelly had that policy. They said, if you know that guy does this kind of thing, he's out. We're gonna we're gonna pull his scholarship offer and he can go find school somewhere else. Good luck. We don't hundred percent know if that's where Marcus Freeman is. I imagine he does. I, most schools have this. I'm telling you, it's not like a, a a weird thing. And we all know how Notre Dame is, right? They're a little they're a little uppity with their rules and things like that. So I imagine it is. So you can see why Treyor probably tried to make this into an unofficial visit because he didn't want to get his scholarship offered in Notre Dame revoked. Now that that this is going to put the situation in a very interesting footing here. Now, Notre Dame may say, hey, we're going to pull recruit offers for kids that take official visits to other schools. But, hey, you know what? Bubaka Treyor is a top 100 recruit. Yeah, you know what? We'll let it slide this time. Absolutely a possibility that that could happen. But could this sow some seeds of doubt? Could this get Boston College back in the picture with a kid that had uncommitted to BC, uh, decommitted just a couple months ago? Absolutely. Now, I'm not saying he's going to flip to BC anytime soon. But it could absolutely happen. This is a very different situation than Tai Chan. Um, and I saw someone, I think it was on 247 Sports, say, like, you know, BC has been fiddling around with Notre Dame players for a while now. Look what they did with Tai Chan. I don't think there was anything malicious with Tai Chan. This is a different story. I'm not saying it's malicious, but there's definitely possibilities here of where this could go. We could see Bubakar Treyor be dropped by Notre Dame and he'll he'll announce his decommitment. But it's like, it's not his choice. It's Notre Dame saying, peace out, you're gone. And then he could flip to BC. He could also peace out from Notre Dame and get poached by another school like Michigan or Ohio State. That could happen too. But we're going to have to wait and see. We're going to have to wait to see. This is going to be a story now that we're all going to watch. Because when a recruit does an official visit, it's a big deal. When he does it, when he's committed to another school, it's weird And it's definitely a story worth talking about. Now, in our final segment, I'm going to get into all the ifs, ands, and little things that went on during the recruiting weekend that uh, will fill up our last segment of the show. 
This is Locked On Boston College, AJ Black. I'm also the editor of bcbulletin.com. Make sure to check out all my recruiting work up there. I have lots of it up there. Most of it's free right now, so you may want to check all of that out. Now, we're talking about this weekend. We talked about um, the commitments Boston College landed with Ryan Mickow from, um, from Florida, and there's a mystery commitment that we don't know about. And then Bubakar Treyor, who we never thought BC would get involved with again, is apparently on campus for an official visit. What else is all the little news, though? Because it's not all like, you know, soap operas and, and, and big news items here. So there is stuff that's still worth digging in, right? Roderick Pleasant, a defensive back from California, class of 23, uh, broke the state record in the 100-meter dash, was on campus. And I talked to him, and I'll have an interview with him up on BC Bulletin this morning. Uh, you're going to want to make sure to check that out. This kid likes BC. I know some people think it's just like a um, a courtesy visit that he's just doing this because he's got final uh, other finalists like Oregon and, and some other West Coast schools. But talking to Roderick Pleasant, he really does like Boston College. He likes Jeff Halfley. He likes what he's doing with defensive backs there. I'm not ruling out Boston College. I'm not saying that they're going to win it, but like they're definitely in the hunt right now. That was one thing I took away. The other cool story that came out was Jacoby Robinson, who's already been on campus a bunch of different times, um, was on campus again. He's the quarterback from Texas that's committed for the class of 2023. He was on campus again for his official visit, and I got to talk to him a little bit, and he got to meet someone different. Now, lots of times, like, recruits get to meet the current players. They meet you know, the coaching staff. The, they see the facilities. They go out to dinner, do things like that. Jacoby Robinson got to meet Matt Ryan. Now, um, Jacoby wrote, tweeted out, and I retweeted it at, um, at AJ Black underscore BC. But he got to meet him. And I asked Jacoby, I was like, what was that like meeting Matt Ryan, right? Because, like, Matt Ryan played at BC, right? You know, Jacoby Rob, Robertson was probably like five, six years old at this point, right? Or, or even younger, right? He, he doesn't know that. But he knows him from the NFL. Obviously, Matt Ryan is a you know Super Bowl finalist. It sounds terrible, but that's what he is. Uh, an MVP. He's broken all these. You know, he's in. Uh, M, you know, all these big conversations for best quarterback in the country. All that stuff. So he got to like if Jeff Halfley made the conscious move to find a way to get Matt Ryan on campus to meet their quarterback of the future. That's a really cool move and a really smart and savvy move by Jeff Halfley to do that. I'm not sure if that was the case. Maybe Matt was just in, on on um, on the East Coast doing something. But, I mean, he works in Indianapolis now, so I don't know why he was around this area. But uh, that, I thought that was just something interesting to see. And Robertson was very – Robinson, excuse me, was very interested in, in Matt and talked very glowingly. And we'll have an interview with him up on the site as well. I'm telling you, I have – you know, it's it's a little quiet right now because I'm I'm put I'm putting all the all the work in, but I'm telling you, I talked to Roderick Pleasant, Jacoby Robinson, Zachary Toby, um, Ryan Wickow. Um, I've talked to as many recruits as I can get my hands on <laughs> for this weekend. I, I got a few more that I just saw pop up that came back, um, and I wanted to see how their their weekends went. So it was a huge weekend, and I don't think this is over. That's the other piece. It's two commitments right now. BC can go up to 25, but because of the COVID rules, I think they can go even higher than that if they want to. So don't be surprised if BC does something like has some weird number, like 27, 28 recruits this year. And they're only at 10 right now. 10 known recruits, 11 with whoever the mystery is. So you're going to want to hear all about this. We're going to have more. And next week, I mean, the next two weeks, 
is going to define the class of 2023 because this was one week. It's one of three major recruiting weekends that Jeff Halfley and his staff, uh, Hannah Fernio is um, one of the on-site recruiting coordinators, and all the recruits talk about how great of a job she does. So I want to shout her out as well. But next few weeks, they got even more coming on, and I will make sure to have all of that up on BC Bulletin. We're going to talk all about it here on the Locked On Boston College podcast. So I hope you've enjoyed this. It was a quiet weekend otherwise. Um, no other big news items to speak of. Uh, one little quick note before we head out is I thought this was interesting that James Karnick is actually getting some uh, some love in the NBA draft process. I know he left Boston College last year as a center uh, after transferring over from Lehigh. And um, it's, apparently the Chicago Bulls have had him on campus, I mean, on, on their facilities for a couple different practices. So I thought that was kind of a stunner, but hey, good luck. I love the kid. I thought he played hard uh, for BC for the last two seasons. Now on Wednesday's show, I'm sure I'm going to have more recruiting news to talk about. You're not going to want to miss any of it. If you want it from the local expert, you're going to get it here at Locked on Boston College. This is AJ Black. Please follow me on Twitter at AJ Black underscore BC. You can also follow the Twitter page of the, the podcast at Locked on BC. I had a Twitter poll up, and I'd love to get your feedback on it, on what's your biggest concern for BC football heading into the season? Is it injuries? Is it the defensive line? Or is it the offensive line? Love to get your feedback on that. We'll be back again on Wednesday, and I will see you all again soon. Stay safe, everyone.